Alright guys, welcome again for another special episode of the Reject Rundown. This episode is going to be about the anniversary of Ninja Turtles, the first movie that came out in 1990. So basically 30 years ago. Yes, we are old. Uh, <laughs> we have a special guest on the, our episode today. We have our own, very own Reject friend, co-brother of ours, uh, The One. Welcome, The One. Alex, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Just staying safe from the COVID-19. Very good. Glad to hear that, man. Keep the family safe. SG3, I know you on there. What's up, SG3? What's up, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3, man. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. Just staying safe over here. You know, just relaxing, just living the life. Perfect. <laughs> Uncle Lisp, the notorious mess up. What's up? <laughs> Yes, how are you doing? I'm good, actually. Good. So, for those of you who don't know it, uh, we are known as the Welcome Rejects, and Alex is one of the founding fathers of the group. That is very true. Point that out. Yes, yes, he is. I'm only a year older than you. I don't even know how that happened. I don't know either. I know, man. Look at you. I'm freaking like young compared to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. So some reject news. We're gonna start off with real quick before we start talking about the movie. Um, Green Hornet and Kato movie in development. I know you, the one out, or excited for this because it's gonna be created by Universal. So hopefully they do Bruce Lee right. Um, MCU officially meets with John Krasinski. I don't know his name. I can't pronounce the name. I'm not gonna try. But John, the guy, the guy that was supposed to be uh, Captain Mar- Captain America, and the Office guy, and uh, what was it, Quiet Place guy? Yeah, there you go. That dude. He's in. They met with him. It's official. So hopefully we may get to see him as Mr. Fantastic coming up in the Fantastic Four movie. I'm. I actually would uh, advertise for that one. So I'm cool with that. J.J. Uh, Abrams. Confirmed to develop its own Justice League Dark series on the HBO Max. Could introduce Swamp Thing, Zatanna, Constantine, Deadman, and what's his face? The Demon. Uh, Entragon? If I'm pronouncing that correctly. I can't say it right. But I don't know. So yes. Couple of crazy stuff going on. Uh, Al. The one. Constantine, man. What, they're going to bring Keanu Reeves Constantine back? I wish. I mean, that dude was pretty good. I was actually going to ask you about that. What do you think? you think it's going to be coming out? It's a good idea? Uh, uh, that was pretty badass back in the day. I don't know about now. I really enjoyed that movie. The crazy part is that a lot of people are starting to talk about that. It wasn't as bad as, I guess, it made money on in the movie theaters. The movie itself was a very solid movie. Uh, there was no mess up pertaining to the actors. There was nothing. Even the storyline was pretty solid. So... I just don't know if it came on at the right time as far as it being successful then. I think if it would have came on now, I'm pretty sure that would have hit some good, get some money in the box office. Yeah, it was pretty badass. I, I enjoyed that movie. I don't know. Uh, I like a lot of Keanu Reeves movies. Yeah. Uh, What about the Kato one? Like, Kato? The, the Black uh, the Green Hornet? Mm-hmm. Actually, that's funny. I just bought the uh, the Green Hornet right now with uh, what's his name, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. And uh, because it was on sale on Voodoo, so I got it for I think it was five dollars. 
the good movie. I I enjoyed it. It was pretty funny. It, it was a different element to it. The but, fighting uh, style was pretty good. Uh, when, yeah, it'll be nice to see what they do with this uh, new one. What happened to uh, SG3? Oh, he goes in and out with his video stuff. He tends to do uh, things behind the background. Uh, yeah. He's out there playing with himself. Look. <laughs> 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 but uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's one show, one movie. I think would probably be interesting on where they want to go with. Where they are they going to go with a serious aspect of it because. The Seth Rogen one was very comedic, uh, but I, yeah. that was entertaining. So I don't know where they would want to go with this one. It was comedic, but it was uh, still action packed, and they did it. I, me personally, I felt like I, they did a good job with Kato and how they went in with Seth Rogen's character and everything and combined both of them. I thought it was pretty good. So seeing how everything's done this time around, it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Any any uh any thoughts? SG three or Uncle Lisp? Uncle Lisp, you go first. Actually, Uncle Lisp. Yeah, Lisp. Lisp. Oh man. <laughs> What's going on with Uncle Lisp? Lisp. It's my pronunciation of my words. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's because your lips, <laughs> your lips make <laughs> what? Um, there's a guy who came out in a Bruce Lee TV series um, that was once on a Netflix that I think Alex saw too. I'm not sure, but the guy looks like Bruce Lee, and I'm like, if anything, it'd be a good idea to bring this guy in as the new Kato. Hmm. From what series? Oh, there's a thing called The Legend of Bruce Lee. Uh, that's the one that WWE made? Huh? Is that the one that WWE made? Did they make a thing about Bruce Lee? Yeah. But I don't know if it was it was Legend of Bruce Lee or Legend of the Dragon. No, it's something called Legend of Bruce Lee. It's a Netflix show that they have. Um, Pretty good, actually, if you want to look it up. I uh, will have to look it up now. It's all in Chinese with English subtitles. Okay. Yeah, I got to look at that now. Thank you. And then you have uh, the Bruce Lee from Ip Ip Man, the movie series. Yeah. He was great. He was great. He was great. What about you, SG3? I like it. Um, I want to see where they go with it. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I've only seen one Cavalry's movie. Sorry, Alex. Uh, (laughs) Um... On top of that, though, I want to see what they do with Bruce Lee. I want to see you don't know. how they go with it. You him now. Look, Al, get like a lot of movies that we talk about or even seen. This guy has not seen. It's like it amazes me how you made through life without watching any of these flicks. These were freaking cult classics, like movies like like we're about to talk about when we get into Johnny Mnemonics. Uh, Bill and Ted Natalie Adventure yes like I gotta rewatch that because I watched it when I was young but still like even the new Charles we're about to talk about let's see hold on. 
Matrix? You, you know, oh, that <laughs> what? Which one? Part three. By the time you finish it, if you guys haven't seen this, watch it. It's a good movie. Replica. If you guys didn't see Replica from uh, Counter Reeves, gotta watch that one. You need to see Replica. Replica. You need to see Replica. All right, so we we'll go with Replica. <laughs> Replicas. Because with the S at the end. Because you should watch it. <laughs> what? It's a good Johnny. All right, guys. Well. Hey, Johnny, you had one too many tonight. You gotta use that on the alcohol, man. I've been working Every time I work I gotta sanitize my hands I think the sanitizer Is getting to me Oh my lord Stop sniffing man You are lightweight Just after the fumes Just after the fumes Johnny that's probably what, that, You're probably doing that Before you leave Before you leave the house And stuff like that Like get a good whiff And start waking your butt up Okay I see you now all right, guys. Well, kind of get into what the whole show's about. Going to be about Ninja Turtles anniversary. First one. Now, I'm going to start off with Uncle Liz. Since you are one of the main guys, what is your thoughts about the movie? What did you get out of it? When, like, why is it so important to you in the first place of what people should watch about? Well, before I start this, can I ask everybody one question? Who's your favorite turtle? <gasps> oh. Leonardo. I'll go, Raph. Man, I I can't uh, just choose one. It's two. It's oh. Leo and Mikey. Leo, it's Mike? Leo and Mikey. <laughs> and and then depends on which which Mikey you're talking about. Oh yeah, if true. You're about, if you're talking about Mikey from the cartoon show from the I think it's 2012 and up, like. The Nickelodeon one that before this new one that just came out, yeah, that Mikey was dope. Yes, he was hilarious. Smart. He was smart when he was in the Krang homeland, and then when he was back home, he was just goofy and like pretty funny as hell. Mm-hmm. So it depends on which Mikey. If that's the Mikey, I picked that Mikey over all the Mikeys. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I can't lie. I kind of like that one too. Mm-hmm. Mine would have to be uh. Donatello and Michelangelo, Donnie from the movie series, and uh, Michelangelo from uh, the cartoons after the '80s cartoons. The ones right after the one, mm-hmm. where he was more—I um, forgot how to put it—but he's the one. He wins the tournament. You had the turtles. You had those rabbits that were in there also in the cartoons. Yeah, I would have to say in general, like Rasp my all-time favorite, like one of the main characters for sure. Like I. Like, he's just the coolest one. But when it comes to all of the characters, I think, in the movie itself, in this particular movie series, especially part one, I think Michelangelo shined the most, in my opinion, just because of his his solid goofiness. Like, it, it was... He was smart when he, did, when he fought, for sure. But even at that, when it came to him and his one-hit liners with everybody, cannot beat it. Cannot beat it at all. I like how many times Raphael said, Damn. 
He does say it. He does. Like, that's how... Damn. He's leaving his uh, katana or whatever it is. Sounded like, what's his face from... Farouk? Yeah, Farouk. Yep. Ron Simmons. One thing I do realize most about this movie is that if you look at one thing, you get uh, Donatello and Raphael are the ones that had more character characteristics uh, in the film, better developed. Yeah. Yeah, I like Raphael and Casey's interaction in the movie. It was pretty dope. That was one uh, like utilized thing that really kind of shined the most in the movie. I feel like watching it again. I rewatched it uh, yesterday. That's one thing that really made Casey's character kind of pop. His interaction with Raph, it was very, you know, it was solid. Like these two had good chemistry in there. Like it was really cool to kind of see Casey's character pop a little bit just alone with that interaction. And even Donatello, them going off with like name calling each other, going based off the alphabet. Like really, no, like. You can kind of get the comedy of it and really get into that. That's pretty. That's pretty in- cool. I was gonna say also about the Donatello one. I like their chemistry more because uh, they both watch Gilligan's Island. They're both. It seems like Casey could actually have chemistry with all of them if he wanted to. Right. But I think um, his chemistry with Ralph, with Ralph, were more based on sports, and it seems like he was more into sports if you look at it. Who was Ralph? Uh, Jason. Casey, Casey Jones. Oh, that lady. You're like Jason. <laughs> Jason from Michael <laughs> Forhees just because of the mask, man? Come on, oh. bro. Mixing your movies, yeah. man. Johnny. <laughs> so, so you're telling me it, it took you a, a good minute to find out that Casey Jones was into sports? <laughs> the, the guy that runs around with a bat and a hockey stick and a hockey mask? And a cricket? Really into sports? And a cricket oh. paddle, whatever it was? <laughs> What I like the camp like if you guys didn't notice too the cameo part of it was the whole Critters movie that came out. Like I was very shocked that they showed that name title in there with him when Raph went to go see the movie. That was pretty weird. I like Critters. Like that was a pretty bad film. And they were making fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, Because when he came out, he, he was like, what did I see? <laughs> yeah, somebody like, the, this is what they make nowadays or something like that. With That's where the graphics go or something. I was like, yeah, pretty much. That's where it went. Down the drain. And watching that movie was pretty dope because you kind of like reminisce and like gives you nostalgia seeing everything that was back in the day. Yeah. Was pretty dope. The cars. The cars. The pizza was like a small. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? And then the way they delivered too, and how like just back then was just in the box like that. Like, man, that's really classic. Like, really nice. And how are you gonna put? <laughs> how are you gonna put a pizza box and at that down the sewer drain? Like, you really a uh, pizza delivery guy's like, come on, bring it down here. Here's the money. I'm like, okay, I got gotcha. you. I like what he said though. Why is man saying? <laughs> Don't tip, you know, don't man, tip for you know, for late pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a new route, man. <laughs> well, I, like in my opinion, with the movie itself, it got it was really 
if you really look at the film, it, out of all the Ninja Turtle films that came out, it was very more of, I guess, PG-13 and above type of movie they, compared to what they try to make it be in the newer set of movies, more like childlike or kid-friendly, you could say. Like, th this really movie was very dark in some aspect. You really got to see the the whole fearness of Shredder himself, the backstory of... What's it called? Master Roshi? No, Roshi. What's Roshi? Now I'm confusing movies here. <laughs> the hell? Ah, Splinter, uh, stupid. I can't remember Splinter's uh, master's name either. Yeah, yeah Master Splinter. Well, that's what they call him, Master Splinter. But, yes, Splinter, like his backstory of that, that was really in-depth and really better than, definitely better than the freaking newer cartoon uh, animated movie that came out. Definitely better than that one. Um... But even at that, how they played, how Shredder kind of played in the whole rejects. Like, if y'all look at it like ourselves, there were the the ones that really were neglected by society themselves and kind of neglected by their parents. So he kind of put them in, and the idea of it was uh, basically how it always been. I accept you. Exactly. People that don't feel accepted go in a place where they feel accepted. That's what they took advantage of, and you can see that. Uh, but if you look at it, though, I like how they target the rich kid. Yeah, exactly. And they made him kind of think about it. Like, your dad really don't think about it just because he gives you money? I don't think so. But at the end, you get to really kind of understand. He gets understanding of what his father really means. So, which is a, a good aspect of the movie. But I liked, definitely loved the fact that they touched a lot in Master Splinter's connection with the Turtles. The love, the affection, the fatherhood, and how much, like, the emotion came from it when they were doing their um, one favorite scenes of mine was when they were doing their meditation and they brought out Splinter as I don't know how really sentimental that really hit me until I rewatched it again and I'm like that really that was really a sad part that really teared me up a little bit like oh my gosh I got a tear I don't know but me personally I kind of didn't like either Splinter from both movies but uh, I like their backstory. But um, what was I gonna say? I like the original a little bit better than the new, the recent Splinter backstory. I see your opinion. This this one at least he learned from Shredder how to fight and everything. He was learning while he was in this cage and everything, mm -hmm. and he was developing his skills and everything. But the Splinter from the recent one it was a terrible story horrible story he learned from a book he learned from a book just the and book and he mastered it yeah like, it was just it was whack my favorite origin story so far has been the Nickelodeon 2012 uh, yes. cartoon that I, one I like yeah that I one like I agree one. with you on that one Al that one, that one right there has a better understanding of his backstory, which they should have used that in the movie, even when they redid the movie again. Like, that could have been better backstory than what you're trying to tell us, that he learned his stuff from a book. So you're saying that anybody can look, learn from a book, even a rat? Okay, makes sense. It's because this is a very highly intelligent rat. Oh, that's right. Oh, I you forgot. Can you can I, learn, but, like, be a... I, I, I don't know about being masters, master like that. And what they're trying to make hard. it seem like it, yes. But I mean, in the first film with the Splinter, I just 
I like that his character as that splinter itself, just because he really gave a lot more. He gave teachings in the beginning where Raph got beat up by Casey or and got called a freak, and how himself it really hit him the most because he doesn't want to be seen like that as a freak, uh, a mutant type of thing like that. And yet his father Splinter himself gave words of wisdom, and it's really good words of wisdom. It's Stuff like that where I think Splinter in this movie was really um, very important. And I was actually kind of glad the st- kind of stuff that they did with him. It was just kind kind of hard to deal with a story of his background. is Where it kind of... I mean, back then, whatever you could bring up just to make the, par- like the understanding of Splinter where he came from, I guess, was okay. But it could have done some more work. He was a good mentor, like for the the movie, like how he he was created in this movie. He was a good mentor for them. He was as as uh, Tony the Kid has said before, and I bounced the idea off of him. He was just not a mentor. He was also like like a like a dad, or excuse me, he was you 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 saw the father figure in him. Mm-hmm. And you know how many times he called him son, and how many times he said, "Look, you know, especially the talk he had with Raphael after he got called the freak." He's like, "Look, you still have anger in you, and I, you know, you fight it alone. Let me help you or your brother get out." Yep. But just know that I'm here for you, my son. Like that, you really see like all that tied together. Like it's not just a sensei and a student kind of thing, but it's like a father and son kind of thing. And no matter how Ralph. Raph kind of plays it in like he, like you said like he plays it in like he's alone like he's in it alone between the other brothers like he can't really connect to them because of he sees things in a certain a certain way but yet Splinter understands him the most just because it, he's very hard to express any of that so that he just tries the good thing about Splinter was him making it feel like the father like you're accepted with us you are with us we are your family you know kind of let down the barrier in a way and that's why i like the movie like it's very it was one of those movies that were very uh it has a lot of in-depth lifestyle type of meanings the way the father figure to splinter it is with the boys um them trying to overcome their own personal issues going on going forward um even the connections with themselves of being the brothers themselves and understanding how important they are to each other when Raph went down, he got beat up by the freaking Foot Clan. And, like, once he got up, like, how he met to them. You know, especially between Leo. They've always had an issue with each other in this series. But yet, all of a sudden, when stuff like this happens, they got to shine. They got to come close again. They got to be one. So I really like the transition that they did from, like, uh, April sketching to the actual scene. Oh, awesome. That was dope. That was nice. Yes, like the that. sketches were dope. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I really want... Like, there's certain sketches you want to have on your wall, and that's one of them where I would love to get, like, an actual painting of it and have that as, like, a memorabilia on my wall. Like, that was really cool how they did it. I'll probably get the Leonardo one. That was a pretty cool sketch right there. He's just sitting down all slumped and everything, just looking at his brother. Yep. Yeah, I like that one. I like that sketch a lot. Uh, what? I was gonna say the action was pretty good for an '80s movie. I like the fight scenes that they had. Yeah. '90s, '90s. <laughs> oh my lord! Did you say '80s? No, not at all. 
find a way to mess up something. Okay. All right. We're having a moment, guys. I just, you know. You, yeah, we have a moment. We're having a moment. We're going silent. We're on point. Bam. Stop. Stop you. F it all up, man. You don't want to have your drink with you. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> I got, I got. <laughs> I, it's never far away. It's never far away, man. It's just waiting. Mm hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I was going to say, I don't know about you guys, but for the for it being a 90s movie, the computer graphics were really awesome. It was very good. I'm like, there was, was very little mi- hiccups. Very little hiccups. The lips, the lip syncing with it was freaking on point. Like, I was very shocked at that and why it never got, like, a, an award for that. The way they did everything. Like, if we go back to all, like, what you have in the background, SG3, the whole Turtles, that's from the movie. Like, the way they did the makeup and the freaking, uh, C- I would say CGI back then, but basically, their the way they did all their costume design <laughs> was on point. Was good. Way yeah. better, better than what they have now in the new series. Like, that was solid. One of my favorite scenes that was pretty dope and just seeing how they pulled it off was uh, when they're having that campfire and they find the uh, Master Splinters still alive. Exactly. That, like, that was dope. It was like a, a very, like, it's just very shockingly how well they did with that and why it wasn't, it never got its recognition of being a solid superhero movie. Especially being oh. done back in the 90s. It's it's yeah, also the final fight scene when uh, they start fighting inside the sewer, going out to, uh, going out into the street. Yep, and then above the... I like the... how the foot clan are trying to escape, and one at another, the turtles are popping up with them, you know, mm-hmm. to fight them. And at one point, I think, uh, one of them swing at Michelangelo, and he ducks his head right into, you know, he puts his head in his shell, pops out, he's like, man, I love being a turtle, and he gets back into it again. <laughs> <laughs> Very solid. And then the fight scene between Shredder, like, you just see how the demeanor of Shredder when it comes to him fighting the turtles. Like, who the heck is that guy? And then they're like, uh, is that a can opener? Do you think he's going to open a can with his, you know, mask like that? And then the fight scene between them two was very, like, you could, like, always in the, even in the cartoon series, how Shredder's level of, like, ninja status is basically definitely above everyone else. So when it comes to Splinter being involved in it, you kind of need him a little bit to give you that extra edge. But even at that, they together fighting him, you can see the difficultness that they have. So that's why I like I like their, this Shredder way more than what they did in the last few films too as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what's uh? What's wrong, uh, Uncle Lips? Look like you just let one rip over there. <laughs> <laughs> Even did that little twist. Did that little twist adjustment there. Like, oh, hope they didn't hear. Nah, like, his, his face just like, look at him. Look at his face. It's like, he's just letting one rip. There we go. There we go. That's uh, my phone, all of a sudden, just after uh, I received a message, I was trying to like take the message off. But as many times as I tried to press the message out of there, it just kept coming and coming and coming. It kept just 
pulling it, pulling it, pulling it, trying to get rid of it. show band I'm gonna highlight this when this comes up just kept coming and coming <laughs> okay all right all right last we got the last three minutes on the show now generally with the last three minutes we're gonna do our final thoughts uh I'll start mine off real quick Final thoughts, people. If you haven't seen the movie from Ninja Turtles, definitely go see it. The very first one, 1990. Highly recommend it. It is a very touching story. Very, uh, you know, one of the sto- one of the movies that they don't really highlight the most on the superhero stardom. Put it say, it was really well done back in the 90s. Well orchestrated when it came to the plot series of it. I recommend it for sure. Um, definitely one of my favorite superheroes is the Turtles themselves. So definitely recommend it. SG three. Alright, uh, for me personally, uh, I liked it. I recommend it for anybody. Um, I liked, basically, like I said before, I liked how it was advanced for its day and age. Like it came out in the early 90s, like very early 90s. So for it to have done everything they did, as you guys can see in my background, um, basically what they wore. So it's pretty awesome. I liked it. Recommend it. Two thumbs up. The one. Um, I really recommended it. It was a pretty awesome movie. And a lot of nostalgia behind it. Like a lot of things to see from back in the day. It's a good story. Like it has a lot of character development on Leo, Danny, Mike, all of them. It has a pretty uh, April. Everybody. It has a good character development and gets emotional. And it's a pretty good story behind it. Agreed. Okay, so we did um, a little survey of votes on who the most popular turtles are. I'm just going to name them. Um, so last place was Leonardo with 20 votes. Uh. After that was Donatello with 22 votes. Then Raphael was 25 votes. Uh. And Michelangelo wins the team by 30 votes. All right. Uh, so just I'll tag everybody on Instagram and say thank you everyone who participated in this. Very right, cool. But yeah, I I would agree. Uh, it was a pretty good movie, and everybody should watch it. Definitely. All right, the one Alex. I appreciate you joining the show. Uh, we definitely you, would love Alex. to have you again. Uh, thank you, Mo. Mo. No. No. <laughs> Stop it! Stop my mo. Stop that bad. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Uh, definitely. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you, Uncle Lips, uh, Tony the Kid, SC3. Thank you guys. Appreciate right. it. Y'all stay safe, Glad you guys. You, you, you too. Y'all stay safe. Thanks, man. You too.